four, three, two, one. Hello, my name is James Buonafue, your host with the most. Welcome to the 516 podcast, where we talk and discuss topics and ideas in youth ministry through our thoughts and experiences in our everyday lives. Uh, today, we have Chanel Fiesta. Hey. Um, hey. Why don't you tell us about uh, yourself? What do you do for the youth? What do you do in your daily life? Sure. Um, so, my name's Chanel, kind of call Fiesta, but you guys can call me Nell. Um, so I'm the secretary for the Radiate Youth Group, and I guess to talk about myself, I do graphic design as my work. Um, I love to draw in my spare time, so yeah, just a little bit about me. That's cool. Um, for the folks at home, uh, or the folks that listening, <laughs> this is like the third setup I've been trying <laughs> So it, it's kind of different this episode. I might try a new one next episode, but we'll see what sticks. Um, but coming back, when did you, why don't you tell us about your background, about like when you first accepted your uh, Christ as your Lord and Savior? Yeah, sure. Um, so I guess one memory that really sticks was when I was, I'm going to say around like 10 years old, 10, 11, 12. Um, so my grandma, she actually um, made me go to like this uh, camp this youth camp and then I was kind of like worried about it like oh I'm probably not gonna know anybody kind of thing but it was called Camp Good News and camp good news. yeah Camp Good News um I think I was like on the west side west but side? west side but um I really remember that because I actually got to like make new friends and um it was just totally different um and I remember one time when um because we all had, like, different cabins and stuff, and um, we all had, like, a leader mm. watching over us. And then um, she was, um, there was one night where she was talking to us, and, um, like, I already, I guess, established, like, a personal, like, relationship with her or um, got to know her over time. So then I guess she was just talking about, like, her experiences and, you know, just what God has done for her. And right. then... Like, I don't know, I just got emotional during that time. But um, pretty much I just learned, like, you know, how much, you know, you know, God loves me and how much he has done for for me in my life kind of thing. So right then and there, like, she asked me, oh, do you want to accept God as your Savior? And I was like, yes, I do. Because, you know, just how he died on the cross and how he, you know, gave his life for us. He didn't have to do it, but, mm -hmm. you know, he did it for, because he loved us, right. you know? So that's the time I really remember I gave that, I gave my life to Christ. That's very interesting. Like comparing that to your, your brother, uh -huh. like, he was just like, uh, I guess I was always in the church. So now like uh -huh. never, <laughs> never, <laughs> and I was just like, I, I guess, <laughs> but it kind of makes sense because you're, you're both um, PKs. Yeah, uh, kid. or GPK, Grand Pastors Kid. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> So, I mean, but it's interesting that they sent you to Camp Good News, but yeah. they didn't send Sam. Yeah, that is weird. But I don't know. My grandma just suddenly wanted me to go to that camp, so I was like, uh, okay, sure. <laughs> was it fun? It was fun. Like, yeah. um, what, what, is, what is your most memorable um, memory? Let's see. Hmm. Well, there was this other leader, and then, like, I was drawing in my sketchbook kind of thing. Mm -hmm. And then it was like, oh, so you draw? And I was, like, shy about it. So yeah. he, like, took my notebook, and then he doodled in my sketchbook, too. And I was like, oh, this is a nice drawing. But <laughs> it was actually a portrait of myself. Wow. But it's funny because, like, it looks like I had, like, buck teeth. <laughs> but way, it was cool. <laughs> yeah. But it looked accurate. <laughs> I, I guess that was cool. Um, like meeting people like that have mm -hmm. the same interests as, as you and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, is there anything that nobody knows about you? Uh, let's see. If I'm going to have to say I really dislike ginger. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, some people don't know that about Wait, me, so I guess. You don't like like ginger, ginger ale? I do like ginger ale, okay. but... Like you know those chunks of like ginger that yeah. you, you know how they there's that what is it called that dish with the chicken and the papaya. Sometimes they add ginger in there too. Oh yeah, I know what you're talking about. I don't I know what it's called. <laughs> bit into a big chunk of it, and I was yeah. like, ugh. 
it's too strong tasting. Well, you you take it in like portions. Yeah. Like it, it's it's sort of like a like a garnish, but not really. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. Like I can't even taste. I mean, I can't even like eat ginger candy. You know. That's interesting. Yeah, it just. It's I didn't even know wet. there was ginger candy in the first place. Yeah, there is. Sometimes, like, um, the aunties and them have it like in their purses and stuff, <laughs> and then they give it to you. Okay, so getting into the podcast topic, today's topic is influence versus obedience. Mm-hmm. So specifically, we're gonna talk about like leading, um, by influencing others versus making them obey, like a boss or a dictator. Uh-huh. Um. What do you think is the difference between them? And um, how do you feel like you use that in your everyday leading life as a leader? Oh, okay. So I guess for like leading with influence, it's kind of like what you're expected to do, like um, how like the world views you. And I guess doing what pleases people or like what's expected like for you to do. Kind of thing. Yeah. Oh, go men. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so you can you can swing it back and forth. Oh, okay. So like um, and then I guess it's like doing what you think is best, right? Like in your perspective, mm. versus like um leading with obedience. It's more like um, act, acting upon like what God tells you to do without hesitation. Um, like even if it seems like unlogical mm. or like unrealistic, it's just you know doing it you know without hesitation yeah um i feel like uh when you're leading you're supposed to set an example you know mm-hmm. like because people they they are susceptible to following those who are who have uh, authority mm-hmm. so like um like a big example is like when parents like they say swear in front of their kids obviously they're gonna pick up that word right. that they're saying so it's, it's sort of similar to leading. Like, you don't want to do something that um, the rest of the youth is going to be affected by. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. So I guess that's the biggest difference between them is that influencing is, like, sort of uh, doing um, doing things you wouldn't um, normally do. And how would I word this? <laughs> <laughs> Not doing the things that you don't think is um, as a role model, if that makes uh-huh. sense. That makes sense. Yeah, I guess. But um, a question that follows up with that is like, what is, how do you think it differs though? Like when when people lead to have people influence versus like people, um, to obey. Like how do they uh, react? Like um, for themselves or like with other people? Um, both. Like, like, like try with the swearing example. <laughs> no, like so in in, oh, no. in the shoes of the youth. Yeah. Um, when you're being influenced, how is that different than um, obeying the leader? Oh, so, so say like the youth, like they rather lead with influence rather than obeying their leader. Is that the question? No. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no the question is like, how um, does it affect them? Like, um, for example, like when um, a leader leads with influence, the, the oh, youth is uh-huh. like more. Um, uh what's the ambitious to uh to chase their goals if you if you get what i mean say like if um oh my god how do i work (laughs) well obviously i feel like if you know like their leader is you know doing something wrong like the youth is gonna like take upon that like Mm -hmm. oh like you know i thought he's supposed to be my leader and yeah like in a way like you know how they say you shouldn't really rely or, you know, put them on a pedestal kind of thing? Okay, yeah, yeah. Because you can't really, you know, lean on them for everything. Because, you know, they're human too. Right. And, you know, people make mistakes. Right, yeah. Because, so. like, your end goal should be, you know, to always look to God as, you know. That's true. Um, But it, it, it kind of sucks because, like, when, uh-huh. when the person being influenced, they're, they're thinking, like, they're either thinking that where it's like uh-huh. you're supposed to be this leader that's supposed to be not doing anything wrong, or they think, oh, because he's doing it or he or she I is can doing do it, it, then I can do it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So like, um, 
no like <laughs> so like i hate when like somebody's super pessimistic you mm-hmm. know it brings everyone down because it's like oh what do you what do you mean this like like it's not gonna work or whatever but um, if a leader comes uh-huh. out and be like yeah we can do it um <laughs> number one it's, it is annoying <laughs> But number two, it, it does like uplift our spirits, you know, in, in terms of our, our projects and stuff like that that mm-hmm. we work together on. Um, that can-do attitude. Yeah, <laughs> no, because if 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 you at least affect one person, then you're affecting the whole group. You That's know true. I mean? Yeah, because mm-hmm. positivity can go around. Um, it it'll be harder than how negativity. It's easier to spread negative energy than to spread positive Pos- energy. Mm. Yeah. Man, my English today. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, so tell us. So uh, a couple weeks ago, you you spoke in the youth ministry um, at youth service about the hero of the heroes of the Bible, and mm-hmm. your hero was uh, Samuel. Yes. Um, in the Bible, not his, not her brother. Yes. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> why don't you tell us about that and what you felt about? Um, why he was a hero in the Bible? Well, um, I chose Samuel initially because I also thought about his mom, Hannah, like um, Mm. how she really wanted a son, but for some reason she couldn't have kids. So it just like really inspired me that, you know, she, you know, really wanted a child. And then I guess God wanted to see, you know, what she was going to do about it. Like if she really wanted it and then, you know, God heard her prayer, so um, she said, oh, God, if you give me a son, then I will give him back to you, and, you know, she, she said, I mean, she did what she was gonna do, she gave um, Samuel up to God, and so Samuel lived in, in the temple, and um, I'm just really, like, inspired by his obedience, like, you never hear him, you know, hesitate about, you know, obeying God, he, um, he just had that, you know, deep relationship with God, that Mm. one-on-one thing, and, um, I'm, I just never hear, like, any other hero, like, in the Bible, how obedient he was. Right, so, in his story, um, how do you think he showcased obedience oh mm, like many many ways <laughs> yeah, no yeah explain everything yeah um and so like, how how do you relate to them how do i relate so i guess the first time was um when god spoke to samuel um i guess he thought that it was his master or eli um he was a priest in the in the temple at the time um he thought it was Eli calling him, but it was actually God trying to talk to him. And, you know, it's crazy because, you know, if someone's calling your name in the dark, you would think like, oh my gosh, what is that? Mm-hmm. Like, it's scary, but like, it sounded familiar to him. So um, Eli told him like, um, oh, the next time you hear that voice, you know, just say, um, here I am, Lord, you know, um, speak, I'm listening, you know. Right. And um, so I guess that was like that first connection you know, with Samuel and God. Um, And then you hear about how Samuel, he had, you know, different visions um, when God told him something. And then when he spoke it to the people, like everything happened, like whatever he said happened. And I guess uh, for the people, like um, they saw, you know, how, you know, saw that relationship that Samuel had with God. And, you know, they respected him and they looked for him for guidance and they'd always, you know, ask, you know, Samuel for help, you right. know. Mm-hmm. That's pretty cool. I, that's a really good story, <laughs> <laughs> like in the Bible, because like obedience is like something that is really hard for us humans to understand. Yeah, um, exactly. Because we want to be our individual self, mm-hmm. you know, um, especially like with parents or with uh, like authority and stuff. Like you want to be able to speak your mind. Right. But at the same time, it's one of his commandments to obey, obey him. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think it's like very uh, inspirational that Samuel, Samuel, <laughs> Sam, Sam <laughs> is like he showcased all of that and more um, without asking questions. Right. And that's like the hardest thing is like, oh, I'll just do it because you said so. Like versus like, why? You know? Yeah. Why would I do that? Um, 
is that something that you feel like we as leaders should do or have a like a grasp of like just like doing what um not only what god says but like what the youth director wants well i mean i guess that's why um when it comes to like the youth and like the leaders it's always good to communicate with one another Mm -hmm. um pretty much um just like how Samuel was with God, he had that one-on-one connection. It was very mm. close. Yeah. And, um, you know, just being honest with one <laughs> another kind of thing, like no holding back mm. type of thing. Because, like, God didn't hold back, like, any bad news from Samuel. Yeah. Like, it was good or bad, he'd, he'd say it, and Samuel yeah. would relay the message. That's <laughs> the hardest thing, uh, like, to, to do is, like, to tell the truth yeah. like, to someone's face. Like, it's like... um. Like, if you don't like someone, and like <laughs> it's kind of hard to, like, confront them. True, true. Um, mm. Because because it, uh, we, we don't like conf- confrontation. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, we don't like the, the drama that comes along with it. Um, so, um, going back to that point, then, um, do you feel like, uh, what, is it, what did I say? Uh, leading by influence. Um, the way I think about it is like leading my influence was like um, when you're being told to do something and you see like there's a, a flaw in that plan. Uh-huh. I feel like the person who is influenced um, will do a better job at calling out what the mistakes are versus mm-hmm. the one who's just like, oh, I'll just do it just because he, he told me to. Oh, you know OK. I mean? Yeah. Yeah. I guess there's. Hmm. Well, in the terms of God, <laughs> there's no <laughs> question. Like you have yeah. to do what He wants. But yeah. in terms of in your youth ministry and your youth uh, leadership team, because we're human, because we're human, we yeah. need to question those things and we need to um, hold each other accountable mm-hmm. for those uh, m- mistakes. Right. I yeah. see your point. Yes. Yeah. 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 So, is there was there a time where like you felt like um, just because they told you to do something that you were like, okay, I'll just do it, but there's this problem. Mm, I'm sure there was like a lot of times, <laughs> <laughs> but um, because like sometimes you feel like, man, like, am I really, am I really supposed to do this? Like, mm. is this what I'm supposed to do? Because I feel like there's other people that are more capable, you know, mm. of doing it versus me. But then, you know, like if it's whether it's like cleaning the church or uh, <laughs> cleaning the the children's church, um, what is it called? The the shelving. Because um, like usually in the closets, it's like so messy and stuff. Mm-hmm. But um, or like just anything in general, like sometimes you feel like you're not capable mm-hmm. or I guess maybe you're not good enough. But then, you know, maybe in some way, you know, it's god just telling you you mm. know to just do it and um maybe you'll see the flaws and stuff maybe you s- you'll see like there's like mistakes here and there but then i guess maybe there's a reason for it and then maybe you can you know talk talk with it to the person that told you to do it and then maybe you can work it out you know mm. that's a good point um uh with what you were saying with the what how people would tell you to do stuff and like you you would think about it and you would second guess it yeah but um in that sense then do you think like influence and obedience like coincide with each other yeah i think it does Mm. because you know how you said like with influence or um with you know acting upon like if a human is the one or your leader or your parent or some someone is telling you to do something like um I guess you kind of have to like think about it more, but then versus with God, you know, um, you, you just gotta do it that he has because <laughs> yeah, it, it'll just pass you by, and you know, you might regret it or mm. you might miss out on you know a blessing or something, you know. And that's the the hardest thing as a Christian um, in itself is like obeying God. Like he'll he'll tell you to like do the most outrageous things, and like true, you'll you'll stop for a second, and be like why? <laughs> yeah, why God? <laughs> like, um, <laughs> Like, a good example, like, I'm sure every Christian goes through this, is, like, they see a homeless on the street, mm. and they they have this um, guilt in their conscience, like, uh-huh. I have to give them money. Uh-huh. But then, like, their pride gets in the way and stuff like that. Mm. But at the same time, if you know that's God talking to you and not your guilty conscience, <laughs> then just go ahead and go 
um talk to them because they they might have a story that you want to listen to yeah like exactly like maybe they just want someone to talk to Mm -hmm. and then i guess if people are kind of weary about giving them money you could always give them like plate lunch or something yeah Yeah, you can buy them food but it's it's (laughs) funny because some of them they get so mad oh for real well the the ones i've i've encountered because Uh they they don't want food they want money because they they want to buy like obviously drugs or like alcohol but Mm. like that's why i'm more prone to giving them food because Mm -hmm. it gives them food number one but number two like it doesn't give them an excuse to not be thankful Mm -hmm. you know i guess it's always good to just ask them first too that's true because um maybe they might not even be homeless you know (laughs) (laughs) and then they might get offended but um yeah usually when like for example with val like if you see someone who's like homeless and then they look hungry he'll like ask them oh uncle you want like plate lunch or something Mm -hmm. and then they'll be like yeah if can and then he'll you know get them what they ask for I think the most funniest story was, uh, I think it was Sam. He was talking about like a can drive. Uh-huh. Um, you guys were going around the block, going giving away canned food. And mm-hmm. then it was like one of those corned beef cans where you can pull the tab uh-huh. to open it. But this this homeless guy, he got really mad. He was like, I don't have a can opener. And then he threw it back at you guys. How come I don't remember that? <laughs> I, don't, I don't know what it, when it was, but like, oh, geez, I'm sorry. I don't know when it was, but like it was way back when. Um, uh-huh. I don't think I was even um active in the youth yet. Wait, so it wasn't the pull tab one. It was the one where they needed a can opener? No, it was the one you can you can oh. twist it and open the can, but they didn't understand how to oh. open it. Oh. <laughs> Shoot. Yeah, but it was it was funny cuz they, they he he threw it back. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. <laughs> oh gosh. Is there any other funny stories like that that you have or? <sighs> um I'm sure there is, but like I can't think of any, of yeah, the top of my head, but, but yeah, yeah, there like, are those. There are people who like randomly, like let's say they <laughs> randomly talk to you and stuff. Mm-hmm. Like, of course it's going to be weird, but let, yeah. it's probably God's way of saying like, you need to talk to this person and listen, listen to them. So like they might have a story that you want to, like their life story that you want to listen mm-hmm. to, you know, and then it might compel you to be like, um, to know more about them yeah like yeah. i kind of think of it like maybe that's jesus you mm-hmm. know yeah maybe he maybe that's him and then you know are you gonna show compassion are you gonna show like yeah. ah no need kind it's a test kind yeah <laughs> sometimes i think of it like that i feel really bad sometimes but sometimes i'm like am i like i feel mm. i have a gut feeling like oh they're probably gonna use that money for something else <laughs> i know it's really yeah bad, it's but it's that fear you know because you're the one funding their addiction, mm, I feel. Mm-hmm. But anyway, um, so Samuel from the Bible. <laughs> <laughs> um, was there a time where you were able to influence others through obedience in God's word? Um, let's see. I think if I can remember, it was through like prayer. Maybe mm. um someone i felt like um that person needed prayer so i would just do it Mm. and then i may have not known exactly what they what they needed at the time but i i think i remember someone said like after praying for them like they're like thank you you know um you know just that thank you so i guess in that sense like oh maybe I shouldn't do it because it's kind of awkward or, you know, maybe they don't want it. But, you know, sometimes you feel that tug in your heart, like, Oh, I guess that person needs prayer. So I'll just do it. And, um, even for my mom too, like, um, I, I remember a time she was sick Mm -hmm. and then she said, you know, can you pray for me? And then I was like, okay, sure. And then I think after that, she felt a little bit better. So, um, I guess in those in those that kind of aspect, I I just obeyed and you know, it may have been something small, but you know, it, it's, it's worth it. You yeah. know, I mean the little things matter. Mm-hmm. Sorry, I'm gonna adjust the volume. Mm-hmm. How's that better? Yeah, sounds the same. Oh. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> just kidding. Um. So how long have you been at the church, actually? All my life. <laughs> yeah. I, well, how, well, how old are you? Um, 
in my 20s. No, I'm gonna be 27 in August. Happy birthday! Oh, long time till now, though. August is far away still. You're 27 <laughs> or 26? Yeah, oh. I forget how old I am sometimes. My my girlfriend Shirley is 26. <gasps> wow, we're yeah. the wait, we're the same age yeah. then. <laughs> nice. When's your birthday? Oh, snap. So, like, a month before me. Yeah. <laughs> so, so cool. I think she's older than you? Yeah. Oh, no. Shirley's older than me, right? No. Yeah, but what year? 92. 92. Yeah, so oh, she's Shirley's older. older. <laughs> That's weird. <laughs> That's so cool. Anyway. <laughs> uh, moving on. Um, So, Sam from the Bible... If there was any advice you would ask him, what would it be and why? Who? How can you be so obedient? Yeah. Like, <laughs> how do you do it without, like, any doubt or hesitation? Like, or any regret. Like, don't you feel any, peer pressure um, from people? Like, yeah. you know? What's the word? Resentment. That's the word. Without any resentment. Like, oh, I guess mm-hmm. I'll do it. <laughs> yeah. He, he just was, like, gung-ho. So he was I'm, very willing. Um, with mm-hmm. whatever God told him, he was like, yeah, sure, whatever. <laughs> yeah. I'll just let it be. I'll just yeah. do it, God. For he's you. very, um, if you really think about it, he's very hippie. <laughs> hippie? Yeah, he's like, yeah, man. <laughs> <laughs> I just go with the flow. <laughs> um, man, that's all. What else do you have on the paper? Oh, let's see. Um, I think we went through all my points. That's oh, fine. let's see. I think it was like, um, like who, what kind of person I want to be, or who yeah, I want uh, to be. <laughs> well, we're in that uh, timestamp where it's we're halfway through the podcast, by the way. Oh, nice. Um, okay. But we're halfway through, so we're gonna try and um get in a little bit deeper. Mm-hmm. So we're gonna talk about who you want to be. Mm-hmm. So, um. There is a lot of do goals. I want to do this. I want to do do that. But who do you want to be? More friendly, more organized, more, um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I guess my goal has always been to just be a person that is more compassionate, you mm. know, um, to empathize with people because you know how people they want that you know deep connection they want you know that strong relationship with people like we're human and then you know nobody really wants to feel alone you know they don't want to have that loneliness so i just kind of want to be more sensitive to you know people's feelings and you know just be able to reach out and just let them know that you know i'm I'm here to help you if you need help. And Mm. I hope that, you know, they don't think of it as something bad, but something that, you know, that it's, um, you know, coming from the heart kind of thing, um, just being willing and like, you know how when you ask for stuff, like God, you know, give me patience. And then, you know, God's not just going to give it to you. He's going to, like, put you in that situation where you have to have patience. I hate it. <laughs> you hate it? <laughs> because, when, like, when you ask for patience, he's going to make mm-hmm. you patient. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, exactly. He's going to put you in a situation where you're going to need to be patient. Yes. And yeah. I f- I actually felt that today with traffic. Yeah. <laughs> or, or with so bad. Or people <laughs> driving slow. <laughs> I yeah. Yeah. Um. Honolulu is actually rated like on uh, number one in traffic. Oh, in Jam. So, yeah. I, yeah you, would, I w- you would think it would be like LA or like New York, but mm-hmm. not like Honolulu. We're only an island too, and there's <laughs> just so much traffic. It's because people don't know how to drive. <laughs> they don't know yeah. how to merge. <laughs> <laughs> they don't know how to use their blinkers. Yeah, that too. Mm. It, didn't, it didn't come with that um, function in the car, you know? <laughs> <laughs> But, uh, um, yeah, patience is really a virtue, mm-hmm. um, especially with God, like, cause he'll, he'll make you wait for your blessing. Like, yeah. um, so if you ask for like, uh, like, yeah, patience, but like, or wisdom or like, um, the persistence or what's the word? Perseverance. There you Perseverance. Go. It, mm-hmm. He'll make, he'll test you to the point where it's like you're almost going to give up and then you're going to get back on it. Mm-hmm, yeah. Mm-hmm. He'll, he'll put you in situations where he won't um, break you, but he, it'll make you. True. True. Um, is there, uh, 
is there any um recent like experiences where you had to go to that type of like test recently um i definitely had to like be patient in like certain aspects of my of my life um uh, (laughs) there's like so much um I guess mostly like with school, like you know, you're so close to graduating, kind of kind of feeling. Yeah, it's um, graduation season. I actually was almost not gonna graduate oh, from real? yeah Manoa because something about like you know the whole credits thing. Yeah. yeah so um, I actually was able to like talk to my teacher about it, and you know, thank God, it, like it went through, like it was resolved or it was good because you know i probably would have had to wait like another semester (laughs) to graduate you know how they're very technical about that kind of stuff with the whole credits right yeah and actually there's this there was this recent thing so i have like a bunch of old papers like in in my (laughs) in my house yeah and i have it stored like in in my office because we have like a spare room for like um Val's like computer and yeah. like my computer stuff is in there too. So I was actually looking at like these old papers that I had. It was like progress reports. These were like from high school. Oh wow. <laughs> yeah. And then um I was looking at it and then both of it was I had really bad grades mm-hmm. like for these two classes. It was photography and I think the other one was psychology. And then I think I had I like psychology, but how's photography? I don't know. Like I was doing all of the homework and projects, but for some reason I had an F, what like in f- my progress. Who's your Who's your teacher? Um, oh, I forgot the name, but I was from. Right, don't Don't say it on the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I was like looking at it, and I was like, man, I really had these bad grades, but it was progress reports. And then when I looked at it like on the bottom it was like circled in red and then this is the grade that i got at the end yeah so i got an a in photography and then i got like a c plus in psychology like it's way better than the f's and Mm. so i was pretty much thinking like man you know because i was persistent and i endured it like i was like man thank you god for Mm. you know helping me through those times because i totally forgot about you know those memories (laughs) But, like, it was just a reminder, like, man, that, you know, God has always been there for me. Mm -hmm. (sighs) Speaking (laughs) of progress reports, do you think it's, uh, you were talking about having um, a relationship with your youth or Mm -hmm. um, people that you influence or whatever. Mm -hmm. Um, Do you think it's necessary to uh, check up on them every now and then? Or do you think it's okay to have them do their own thing for a bit? Um, I mean... I guess as a youth leader, and I feel like, you know, I for myself, like I have to reflect upon this, that I've been, you know, lacking in the sense where, you know, we got to, you know, check up on them. Because you know how you get caught up with, you know, with work, school, or, you know, with worship, with, you know, all the different church activities, you know, kind of thing. But um, it's always best to remember to like you know check up on the youth you know maybe they're going through something um even just like a phone call or a text message will help you know Mm. and yeah it's just really hard to like you know try to balance everything because you know just with time you know and you know you have your own life but at the same time you know they have their their life too but I guess, you know, just to show that effort, you know, uh, it could just be in a small way, um, just to show that, you know, you're thinking about them. Mm. So I totally, I totally agree with that, um, especially to, to the fact that um, recently one of you, your youths is uh, coming back to youth services now. Mm-hmm. And um, that's pretty incredible because because of the fact that you kept in contact, that you kept the relationship going, mm. um, not even doing like extreme like hangouts or whatever just a simple text mm-hmm. um can make someone's uh day you know of the week you know so uh-huh. i think it's really important um and i i totally agree with the time and um energy of like y- different um mm-hmm. schedules and stuff yeah um especially because it's it's frustrating because um you want um to what do you call it, spend time spend, yeah um what do you call it converse with them and yeah. see how they're doing but 
the the conflict in schedules um, always get in the way. Mm-hmm. Mm. I feel that on yeah. so much levels. <laughs> like I really do want to spend time with them, but mm-hmm. then it's just you know, it's really it's, hard. It's hard. It's that adult life. <laughs> Yeah, because you're in bills and school. And mm-hmm. It's like different, you know, when you were like in high school. It's so much easier. I hate, <laughs> now that I'm an adult, uh-huh. I can officially say like, I hate how <laughs> high schoolers be like, I don't have time for anything. I'm like, what are like, you talking about? Like, what do you mean, about? bro? <laughs> <laughs> like, you don't work an eight, um, nine to five job. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All you do is go home and do homework. It's going to hit school. them. Yeah. <laughs> right when they hit um graduation they're, they're gonna hit that high and it's rapidly gonna go down i actually miss school sometimes you know i miss going to like manoa you know just that socialized yeah, yeah, thing yeah. but then like when because like you know it's routine you know going to work is like oh man work so, is your life now yeah i know and that's what i that's what i hate about um the regular desk job mm-hmm. um, is—it's a routine after a while. I mean, it's good. I mean, you—it's good. You have your um, forty-hour job. It pays the bills. It pays but the bills. It pays know. what you need. It pays your trips. You went to Japan recently. Yes. Yeah. How was that? It was so fun. If you guys ever have a chance, go to Japan because you won't regret the food and it's clean. <laughs> you know. Japan is so much cleaner than America. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they have like a lot of like, um, what is it called? Where you can recycle mm. like all the bottles and cans That's and stuff. Cool. And they never like leave rubbish on the floor and just just beautiful. Yeah. Side side chan- tangent. Is, uh, <laughs> if you ever went um, heard about um, going to Singapore, mm-hmm. I heard it's like a really like... Um, not offensive it is offensive but it's like a law or whatever mm-hmm. that they um punish people who litter hard. oh do they i think I they never do. heard do of they? that i'm not don't believe me <laughs> it's not facts but i i fear like they're really like keen on having everything like um clean and stuff like that wow yeah because singapore uh-huh. is really clean if you um ever heard about the, like um the traveling laws and stuff like that mm-hmm. they have like a, a video um before you enter the country so wow, they, that's interesting yeah okay i'm never litter over yeah. there <laughs> <laughs> well it makes sense like i mean you're gonna disre- it's not your home you're gonna yeah disrespect another person's home mm-hmm. yeah um speaking of trash <laughs> i hate when people like i drive and then like they leave trash in my car in the backseat <gasps> oh my gosh I mean? you and val are the same yeah no, yes be- because it's like i gave you a ride I, the least you can do is like not trash my car yeah he gets so pissed off when people leave like their bottles and cans <laughs> in the back I'm like who left this <laughs> <laughs> chad's, chad's the same like he, mm. he'll call you out and be like hey, you left your bottle again <laughs> <laughs> good that way they know what exactly, they did because wrong it, because you're, you're mm, they're not the one um cleaning the car mm-hmm. you know what i mean so it's kind of like frustrating because it's like it's your car it's my car but you're and i'm driving you but it's like you're trashing my car so i don't want to drive you i know just be respectful you know yeah (laughs) pick up your dress i know (laughs) Uh, yes but uh was there uh, what else trash (laughs) oh speaking of val by the way so the i don't know if you heard but the last two episodes um Mm -hmm. (laughs) josh Gave his thoughts about Val. Mm-hmm. So as Sam gave him his thoughts. Oh, for about, real? Wow. Yeah. And I never asked him. <laughs> <to> <laughs> but uh, what what are your thoughts about Val? Now that you're married to him. Oh. Uh, before wow. and now. <laughs> oh, before? Before and now. He's the same. <laughs> <laughs> He's still the but same. But that's good, though, because you yeah, married him, right? True. Um. Well, he... Well, actually, can you tell me what Josh and Sam said? Or do you want me to say first and then you'll tell me? <laughs> How about you watch the episode when it comes out? <laughs> okay, sure, fine. On the um, Radiate.tv YouTube channel and Anchor FM. And, uh, and everything else on iTunes. <laughs> I shall watch it. Um, okay, so I guess my thoughts. Well, I'm married to him, obviously. Um, <laughs> but um, I'm just really grateful, you know, to have a partner like him because... He is very, like, compassionate and very honest, mm. genuine. Like, he, he'll, he'll like, bluntly say things <laughs> kind of thing. Mm. And, um, Which some people, like, they can't handle. So yeah, true. Like 
<laughs> they, or like they're thrown off by yeah. him, you know. He'll talk about the most randomest things like uh-huh. that people wouldn't normally talk about in exactly. front of everybody else. <laughs> Mm-hmm. he's very open like i keep telling him like he's very extrovert but sometimes like he'll be like no like i'm an introvert kind of thing I think, <laughs> um finish your thought oh, okay. <laughs> before i say anything about him <laughs> okay um but i'm just like really grateful you know to have him because he kind of like whatever i'm lacking he he like picks it up kind of mm. thing um and like I, I think I'm the more like reserved one, and then he's like the one that is very like open. And I'm just very, you know, blessed by his like helpfulness, like helping, you know, the nanas like after church, like um, because he he'd be really concerned about them like taking the bus or like walking home. You know, because you know how it's hot like on Sundays yeah. and, and, you know, they, they have, <laughs> yeah, and they have hard time walking, you know. So um, what he does is um, he uses the van to like drop them off home, you know. And I'm just really glad, you know, he's very compassionate about people. So I guess, you know, it ties into like what I want to be, mm. like um, being more compassionate, you know, and willing. So do you think um, by voluntarily doing the um, drop-off for the nanas and um, mm-hmm. elderly, do you think he's obeying uh, what God wants or is he just leading something? Did he just see something that needs a need, if that makes sense? Mm. I feel like it's both it's because both. he felt he felt like it was his purpose or like how he could, you know, be helpful for the church, you know? And, you know, he already established, you know, that relationship with the nanas too and then it's it's crazy because like you know they were very like um kind of weary about mm, it at, at first, first yeah. yeah but then after doing it so many times you know they're they're more um, they're more th- open yeah, you know yeah and they're like close with him they can trust him you know which i think is very important um especially what with what um josh always says this all the time but mm-hmm. he wants us to be able to be close with the the adults and mm. the elderly because it's in the, he believes in like not having a segregation you know what i mean right right. because the, the if you in reality the church is like youth adults and then that's it you mm-hmm. know what i mean like it's not youth and adults together working together mm-hmm. that's why like i mean it's frustrating when they don't want to help with like um our projects like let's say last camp they didn't want to fund the youth to go to camp um, mm. I'm not gonna say who, which one. <laughs> I mean, I guess there's, you know, certain, but there definitely were like adults that, you know, were, you know, trying to contribute or trying yeah, to yeah. help. Yeah. I'm not saying none of them did. Yeah. But like, I'm just saying, I like, get um, the the connection was very skewed. Mm. Um, and I'm glad that Josh is trying to find a way uh-huh. to that. Um, we can implement, um, everyone. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. It kind of goes with like how Val is taking control of that project of uh, taking the the Nana's home, and might I add, he doesn't complain about it. <laughs> he's no, very like, he <laughs> yeah, he's very like happy that he's doing that, and I I I always like um, and one of the cameras died. <laughs> it's okay. We have two cameras running. Yay! Sweet. <laughs> yeah, 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 it's it's running. <laughs> But um, where was I? He he doesn't complain about what he does and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But um, my point was um, that he's doing it to. I mean, he's not doing it for himself, obviously, but he's doing it so that we he can show other people that like there is a a way to help out in the church without having a title. Mm-hmm. Um, and that was that's what I was talking about with with Sam and Josh, and they both agreed that they that he has a big heart and that he's very helpful and that he takes charge in a lot of things. And then they go, but <laughs> <laughs> there's always a, but <laughs> they, they both were like, let me tell you about Val. <laughs> 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 you can, you can see a lot through his actions, but <laughs> he says a lot. <laughs> it's like compensating. Like it, it kind of like, half I mean, half. that's his personality <laughs> though. Like, you know what I mean? Like you, if you know him, like that's how he is. Uh-huh. And if you can't get with it, then, then, oh well. But 
you're missing out on like having a opportunity to have a relationship with someone so open with themselves as well as like with other people mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. what i mean and right. I'm, i i i like the fact that he uh, doesn't hold back you know what i mean <laughs> like he'll tell you like like uh i remember a story mm-hmm. um it was we were at both botanical gardens in kaneohe uh-huh. um camping and it was um um, two boys i don't know i'm not gonna say their names but he, one of them was just like whatever and i guess they were fighting or something and then the yeah. other one was crying and then val was like why are you crying for <laughs> why are you crying for oh i know this <laughs> i remember this yes he told me about it <laughs> i'm not gonna say their names though but i thought that was so funny <laughs> oh my goodness yeah you know him yes i remember <laughs> but mm-hmm. he he's doing it because he cares you know what i mean like he's not doing it just to like smite you, you know? uh-huh, uh-huh but that's how he is and like if you can't get with it then yeah it's so funny though <laughs> is there any like funny stories with val recently or is there like oh there's plenty <laughs> there's a lot oh my gosh uh, um let's see but while you think about that yeah go ahead keep going <laughs> but uh val is so he's so like um inclusive though like he'll he'll be like oh you like this hobby like let me take you here or if you like this let me so like uh recently not even recently he's always been into rc racing rc drifting yes and so like i took an interest into it because i was like oh this is so cool and then he told me the price he was like two hundred dollars i was just like um I'm it's good. cheaper than actually drifting. Honestly, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> because you don't break anything and you don't have to yeah, rebuy You're anything. not risking your life. Yeah. But <laughs> anyway, <laughs> he 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 would um he would bring me to his um right, what do you call those meetups? Mm-hmm, I mm-hmm. guess and then he would just show me like, "Oh, this is what you can do." Um and it's cool that like he'll he'll um see an interest that you may have and then ch- try to um build up on top of that mm-hmm. you know what I mean? yeah so even like a, a separate um story was when me um mj yeah it was just me and mj <laughs> he we we were into um riding bikes at the time uh-huh. and he was just like yeah we should we should uh, build our bikes and blah, blah blah and then he'll come over and actually bring his tools and stuff and then help us build our bikes and it was it was the most coolest thing because he didn't need to do that. You yeah. Know? Like he kind of just follows through. He has thing. A better things to do. <laughs> <laughs> but it, it's cool that like he'll take his time out of the day to like help out like um, the youth or whatever. Mm-hmm. Or yeah. <laughs> he has a lot of hobbies. <laughs> Which is better than having a lot of jobs. <laughs> oh. You know what I mean? Yeah. Switching jobs. True. True. Or um, the way he explained it was like, I rather have new hobbies than new majors. So mm. he was comparing himself to Sal. Oh, oh, to his bro. Yeah, his brother. <laughs> yeah, because his brother, I, I, I don't, I don't know what it was. Um, I don't know the true story, but he was talking about how he would switch majors like all the time. Oh, I don't even know about I don't, that. <laughs> sorry, <laughs> but I'm not even so sure. But like, that's how he explained it to to uh, me. Yeah, it can get expensive if you keep changing majors. I know that for sure. Oh yeah, I forgot to ask you from the beginning. What do you think about this set? I think it's nice. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, the light is good. And then there's like the three camera thing, you know, all angles. Mm-hmm. So I think it's cool. And then plus the table, you know, you said it's clearer. Yeah. <laughs> no, yeah. Last like The last two episodes were like straight up wires. Everywhere. Oh, for real. Yeah. Mm. It was pretty bad. And then um, uh, Shirley had to tell me like, you need to put the wires off the table. Oh. So this is why <laughs> they're off the table today. Sweet. <laughs> <laughs> um. Is there any advice that you would like to give to any other leader about um, either leading through influence? Ooh, um, I guess if I had to give advice, um, I would say just communicate. Um, communication is important. And, you know, don't be afraid to share what you have to say. You know, just be honest and be genuine and um don't do it because you have to but you know do it because you want to do it yes yeah and that's the hardest thing to um grasp as a leader is like 
because you're a leader you feel how you have all these ex- expectations and jobs to do that you mm-hmm. feel like you need to do things yeah but at the end of the day if you feel forced to do it everybody's gonna feel that energy mm-hmm. um i was telling uh i think it was um josh that um as simple as leading worship on stage if you're not smiling everybody's gonna be like why are why aren't you happy yeah you know what i mean uh-huh. like what yeah they kind of feed off that mm-hmm. so like as small of an ener- like a negative energy as that like everybody's gonna notice that then the most important thing is to carry out that positivity and make sure um, then the only way to carry out is every if everybody's on the same page and you, like you said you have to communicate mm-hmm. um communication is key in leadership and in relationships and in everything um if there's no communication there's no trust there's no faith mm-hmm. um then everything just falls apart nobody's gonna know what to do exactly <laughs> all right so we're getting close to the end um i'm gonna close it out uh, the last question is um the the who question again mm-hmm. it's gonna be who were you who are you now and who do you want to become in the future okay so who i was before um I guess I was just, you know, trying to search, like, you know, what's my purpose? You know, what am I called to do? Like, um, you know, am I good enough to, you know, do this, you know? But um, it's just you always feel like you're questioning yourself and your capabilities. But then I guess over time through, you know, the different experiences that I've been through, I've come to realize that, you know, God you know, made me the way I am to, you know, just be someone who is um, genuine, you know. Um, I'm, I guess I'm the type of person that, like, if I feel a certain way, it'll show on my face. Mm-hmm. Like, it's hard for me to, to, to hide, hide it. Feelings. Yeah, it's, hi- it's hard for me to hide when I'm sad or when I'm mad or, or when, even when I'm happy. And so um, I guess... I try to convey that through, um, I guess, my art, you know. I feel like, you know, my purpose is to, you know, make art. And hopefully I can, you know, you know, do it um, right in God's eyes, you know, do it for him, you know, not for myself. So not all, not glory to me, but to God alone. And um, and because of what, you know, God did on, um, by sending his son, Jesus, down the cross um i know that because he rose from the dead um that i can face tomorrow that because he conquered death i can face each day that comes my way because i can trust in him and you know death couldn't even you know put him down but because of what he did what how he showed his love for me and you for everybody um i can go on with my life with confidence Mm -hmm that's good and um is there any handles that you like to uh um advertise while you're here (laughs) instagram facebook sure uh let's see so if you guys want to check out my artwork um you can look on my facebook it's kawaiian art and then even on my ig page or instagram page it's at kawaiian art so check it out if you'd like perfect and uh thank you guys we'll see you on the next episode bye thank you